Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I know it has been uh, quite a bit of time. A lot has been going on behind the scenes, and I wanted to make sure that everything was uh, clear about how we were going to proceed forward. Ben and I have been having a lot of conversations behind the scene about what to do uh, going forward, given what I'm about to talk about with you guys. So uh, I'll start with the bottom line up front, which is that I'm here alone today. Ben is not here, and it is because we are starting to split some of our business entities um, for reasons, some of which I will describe and some of which don't feel appropriate to describe given the public nature of this. I would love to, honestly, because I've learned a, a lot in the last two months, several weeks uh, about myself, things that I think would be valuable for you as an audience, but I also want to be uh, cautious of the uh, of Ben's privacy and uh, respectful of my own privacy and all of those sorts of things. So I'll, I'm trying to walk a, a tightrope here as I share with you. Um, bottom line up front, we're splitting the podcast. I'll be owning the podcast. I purchased that from Ben, Dungeons and Dragons as well. Um, ben is going to continue to work with and on Charisma on Command. He's doing the videos for Charisma on Command right now. And if you ever want to follow him uh, professionally, obviously check out Charisma on Command. But if you want to see his personal life, he's there at I am Ben Altman on Instagram. Um, I'm still an owner of Charisma on Command, but I'm not currently planning on doing videos for a short, well, a medium. We'll see how long period of time, basically until uh, I feel that I have something that's important to say. It happened few weeks ago with the house of the dragon but you guys don't know that because none of you watched it so <laughs> um so yeah so why is this happening i'm sure you are asking yourself um and what i can tell you that feels important to share is that uh i uncovered through a lot of introspection uh a strong vein of codependency in the relationship that i have with ben and in several, um, if not all, of the relationships that I have in my life. If you don't know what codependency is, um, you're lucky. No. <laughs> if you don't know what codependency is, uh, the, there's a number of ways I can describe it, but it's, it's when in order to feel good, safe, you primarily direct your focus outwards. And when it occurs between two people, it's the underlying and pervasive belief that someone else needs to think, feel, or act in a certain way in order for you to feel safe and okay. Um, another paradigm that I can give you to understand it that I think was very present in our relationship is to think of three different goals that you might try to meet in a relationship. One of them is to authentically and deeply be yourself, to feel the core of who you are and to express that. The other is to have the person with whom you're in relationship authentically connect and feel themselves. And the third piece is to maintain the closeness, the type of relationship that you have had. And a hallmark of codependency is when that third piece of maintaining what you have had supersedes the other two. And in an attempt to stay super close, one or both parties, usually both, I think, um, have to adjust, tune down, and uh, 
in my own experience, not just externally, but like internally, uh, they don't have to. They make the personal decision. This is the thing. It is a uh, codependency is something that you do to yourself with another person, but it is not something that anyone else does to you, if that makes sense. Um, and so the way that I experienced it, um, that I don't want to speak for Ben, but likely reflects what he may have experienced as well, is that in uh, a focus on are we in agreement um, to the point where if I thought there was no agreement possible, I would either um, focus on ways to arrive at agreement or hide, repress the parts of myself that didn't come into alignment. Um, And I want to say that this is very, like, codependency is also extremely relative, meaning if there's a mother and a child who are, like, attached constantly, and it's a six-month-old infant, you wouldn't call that codependence because that is appropriate for that relationship at that stage. If it's a 15-year-old and the same mother, but they have that same level of hyper-attachment, that now becomes a problem. And as I've reflected sort of on the relationship, I, I do want to call out and say that this leaning on one another was a massive, uh, incredible advantage at the beginning. It was, it was something that allowed me to leap into things that I would have been otherwise too afraid to do, like leave my job, travel the world, do all of these things because I had someone who was willing and ratified my worldview and would do it with me. Um, And so early on, it was a superpower. And we said on the podcast several times, there was this feeling of if you're doing this alone, it's very easy to feel crazy. But as soon as one person says they're in it with you and they see that the job thing isn't fulfilling, all of a sudden, all of these crazy ideas to start your own business on the internet, which is now much more common, but when we were doing it, it was a little bit out there. Um, it made a lot more sense. So this this was a real beautiful superpower <laughs> that that we built with one another. It has become unhealthy as we have aged out of that period and are now both in our mid-30s. Um, and as I started to see the subtle ways that this is, you know, we've been friends for, I think, 21 years, and we've carried patterns from the 14 and the 24-year-old self all the way up to the 35-year-old self without checking those, and um, those, those have become unhealthy. And that three-part thing, which was an incredibly, honestly, good, Uh, it was a it was a grueling personal experience to go through the realization of some of this. Um, for me personally, lots of pain, fucking lots of lots of pain in the realization. Um, of in order to maintain that third piece of like I want this relationship, business, and friendship to have the uh, the closeness that I that we have become used to that I was so willing to turn down and sacrifice the authenticity um, of myself. But also I think something that happens in codependent relationships is you're not, 
and I can say that I was not deeply accepting of Ben exactly as he is because of that third piece of that need to be so close. Um, and one of the things that I think and truly know in my bones is true and right and healthy is if we create space and we release that third piece of needing to be so close, it creates an opportunity for me to sit and be my authentic self. And it creates, though from a distance, it's way easier to accept those things which um, were tougher when it was so um, on top of one another. And I'm, I'm being very careful here because I don't want to say that Ben feels this, nor that he doesn't. I, I want him to, um, he isn't here and, um, I just want to highlight that he may or may not agree with me on these things. I'm trying to uh, own my peace without treading into his territory, which is a learning <laughs> for me about being codependent. Um, whew, so one thing I mentioned, and I can feel it, this is the nice thing as I've come into myself, is I feel much more connected to my feelings it is still a challenge but I feel capable of speaking from my heart what you guys might be really used to with me is like I go on here and there's these prepared remarks which I have for you and I don't have that today I it's really nice to feel um not just a practiced charisma on command sense that I've been here before and I can change my state and, and get into it, but that I can, that I can f deeply feel the discomfort, the fear, as I, some of the pain that I'm remembering of uncovering this and speak it through is, is, um, something that I'm really excited for. And I want to say that the podcast, obviously with Ben's absence, will have, um, that will be a huge difference, you know, to, that, that I'm, I'm taking over. But a second difference is that rather than going with just prepared remarks, I want to more often sink into this place where I'm speaking to you from my heart. And one of the things that I really, really, really did not want to uh, miss was that throughout this process and something that I am extremely grateful for that I did say to Ben as we were discussing the logistics of how to... Um, maturely go about the, the separation that we're having in, in the business is, you know, what will we do with the podcast? And I expressed to him, which he received, and I appreciate that I feel a deep connection to the listeners, to the patrons, to, um, even though I'm like to the, to the questions and the beautiful conversations that I have seen happening in the comments and on the discord. And even though I'm not active in responding to those, I'm deeply touched, moved and honored to have participated with Ben in being a jumping off point for some of those conversations. I feel uh, really proud of the unique voice that this podcast has had. I thank Ben for sharing 
that with me and doing this thing, which was never to earn money. And that is probably why it is. I felt so connected to it in part because it was never for that. Uh, and I, I really, um, appreciate the listening and I am, (laughs) I'm currently navigating my deep, deep desire to share everything that I've learned and all of these, like the authenticity while understanding that this could become parasocial relationship and it's just not appropriate for me to talk about all of the details. So, what can you expect going forward? Um, one, I'll repeat that Ben is still making videos for Charisma on Command and if you ever want to see what he's up to and his work, you can of course check those out. You can go to his Instagram to see what he's going on in his personal life as well at I am Ben Altman. Um, In terms of this podcast, I am going to put a tremendous amount of my heart into it. I, it's, I hope that though it is different and I'm sure there's going to be some disappointment around, you know, you would come to expect a certain type of content. um, I'm going to put my heart into this. (laughs) This is not going to be an afterthought for me. Um, I'm going to invite more guests on. I'm going to learn uh, and develop, which I have started doing already, what it means to to have a really engaging, beautiful conversation that is not on the rails. And so, um, the art of interviewing and is is different <laughs> than merely conversing. There's this part of you that is aware that you're having a conversation for consumption, and how does that work into what you're doing? I'm I'm uh, trying to learn that lesson it has been one that I am new to and I'm excited to get better at I also want to have episodes that are more reminiscent of what you guys have come to expect which is I'm writing down things that I'm reading and learning and like pre-packaged interesting ideas that I want to share with you that maybe are about politics or some of the learnings that I've had in my life and there will still be episodes like that and then I want to go even a little bit crazier and just try to be um there was man when house of the dragon was on i so wanted to talk about that because it i was consistently moved by so much in that series um and uh i want to try that you know to do the youtuber thing which is to bring more of myself and interest rather than just everything that i talk about needs to be wrapped in this wrapper of how how does it relate to charisma and confidence so podcast as you see you are watching it (laughs) it exists um is back i'm going there's going to be a new episode next friday with an interview and then we're going to be finding the rhythm of what's best and and i appreciate your feedback in terms of the types of episodes and how i'm doing i'm you know be gentle but I, i want your feedback as i learn to become a better interviewer um for our patrons, again, I'll reiterate, the reason that I want to do this is because uh, it's not, it's not, I don't want to say it's merely for you because there is, I do feel like I have these things that are fucking surging forth out of my heart that I want to put into the world. So I can't give you all the credit, but I do give you, uh, you guys have been of just a beautiful audience. Like I've, we've sat here and answered questions for hours and I and those, the engagement that you have has been um, very, very special to me, and I appreciate it. Um, you're the best.
I also have felt and noticed through this process that in a number of ways in my life, I feel like I am being tapped, asked, and even internally just feel the, this um, need to let go of the, some of the old ways that I've had of, dumb, of doing things in order to make space for more. And so I'm not exactly sure what's going on with Patreon, but I, I will be on pause, but I do not know that it is going to be the continued ask a question every month will answer, um, or I will answer. And that is in part because rather than giving one-to-one advice, which might just help a singular individual, I want to um, share things that I think can can touch a, br- a broader group of people. Um, and so I don't know if we'll have some of the questions on Patreon. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I want to really sit with that and find out what's best. But I do want to let you know that you will not be billed. It'll be on pause until we're extremely clear in our communication of what you can expect. And um, I will keep you posted, your support, um, so much more than financially because uh, it's... Ah, it's just beautiful. I don't know what to say. I'm um, I'm touched. So, really appreciate you guys. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I bought Dungeons and Dragons from Ben, so I'm going to be doing that going forward. There will be a second episode that comes out today. We are filming season two. It looks fucking great. Uh, it looks really good. Season one was a lot of learning. A lot of this camera turned off. <laughs> a lot of this audio didn't record. And uh, it is tough to do post-production. I'll tell you guys. A lot of people have asked me, like, Charlie, why? why you know, you're so good at speaking in those wall videos in just one cut. Like, why do you do that? And the answer is because post-production sucks <laughs> when you have issues with the initial thing. And uh, there's some issues with the audio and the video and all that kind of stuff. So... Season one is some post-production stuff that we're sorting through. It will be coming out. I'm working on it a lot. And season two, I'm fucking looks great. Um, I haven't seen other D&D shows that have this level of um, care put into the post-production process. So we're really trying to make a show that's engaging. I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, the last thing is that I'd filmed an earlier iteration of this and... Uh, Upon reflection, maybe I can talk more about it in a future episode, but it is so difficult to walk this line of like wanting to share openly and authentically while respecting privacy and being aware of parasocial possibilities. And so it was very, very difficult because God, this, uh, I put my heart, <laughs> like it's, it, it's an emotional episode that I think I will um, allow to sit for a period of time, and maybe I can share pieces of it with you as we go forward, but it was with Justin, Um, and Justin is actually not necessarily directly related to this, but he can tell you in this follow-up. He's moving on from the podcast. He's got some exciting news, and so I wanted to just bump over to that conversation and let you guys hear directly from Justin what's happening. So I think I'll pause here. We've got Justin as well. Justin... um, has some updates that I'll let him share about what he's getting up to and where he's going. And um, if you're comfortable, Justin, what your experience was that led you to it. Uh, Yeah, so in Christmas of 2021, Charlie and Ben had um, 
offered to gift an MDMA therapy session, uh, which I was terrified to do. So I put it off for quite a while um, and thought I'd just kind of leave it up to fate. Um, so I had waited for the, uh, the person who administers it, whose schedule is extremely busy, to kind of um, reach out to me first and thank God they did. <laughs> um, yeah, it was extremely fruitful. It helped me understand a lot more of, um, I guess, what I wanted, uh, at least now in the present. Um, and so I've decided that while Charlie and Ben were kind of sorting things out, that I'm going to take a leave from the podcast um, because I'm not interested in working hard at anything, <laughs> which is such like a psychedelic drug thing to say. Um, I just want to travel around, have fun, spend time with friends and family, um, and just indulge kind of more in in the life that I can have right now. Mm -hmm. um, instead of kind of saying like, you spend your 20s kind of grinding and taking the burnout. Um, not that I felt either of those things from the podcast, but I, I had kind of expected that that was what my young adult life should be mm -hmm. um, and build something and then live life later. Um, so what are you going to be doing? So I'm going to travel around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have sure. destinations in mind? Yeah. So the first place I'm going to, I'm going to Asia. Um, I'm Korean, so I'm hitting the motherland, um, spending time kind of around that area, uh, traveling around. And then I'm honestly excited to just free ball it. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I don't have any concrete plans or destinations. A lot of it just comes from my YouTube homepage. <laughs> like, yeah, if I see like, you know, like beautiful mountains in Switzerland, I want to go. Wow. Um, um, but yeah, I just want to go places, take my time. Uh, it's impossible to live like a local, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to necessarily live like a tourist. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like I want to open my mind to um, a lot of different cultures. Well, I'm glad you did the session. I feel <laughs> very proud of you for for what you have done. Um, I've the way that you remarkable, remarkable um, energetic shift from before and after your session one and the sustaining of it over what has now been weeks and I think months since you did it and the follow through to go <laughs> travel. You and I actually had a conversation that was, I was like, I'm going to take this podcast more seriously and I, was, and I want you to tell me the truth. Are you down for that? And you're like, no, <laughs> I'm not. And I, and I, since I was like, fuck yeah, awesome. Like, you got to go travel. You got to go do the thing that. Um, yeah, I felt the sincerity in the fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, through um, text. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm so happy that you're going to do that. Um, I'm reminded of myself, man. I had. To if you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The fucking 
somebody else's business. I had to walk out and uh, and go do my own thing. So I'm I'm excited for you. I feel that um, I don't need to tell you this, but you know it. You you feel connected in a way that I don't know. That, I, I think you know this. That wasn't as always obvious. Yeah. 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 I think um, it's only been um like two months mm-hmm. since I've done it. So we'll see. Yeah. But, um, it does. Yeah. The shift, the shift has been dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing my family for Thanksgiving. Um, so I'll see what they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that you can sit with how you feel, which is what I'm working on as well, which is, yeah, it's, it's that, that experience of what will other people think of this transformation has definitely been a challenge for me because oh shit, I'm not representing it or it's not showing up on their radar, therefore it's not real, has kept me growing more slowly and in more starts and stops than just like, holy shit, I feel it and this isn't necessarily for other people's consumption, Mm -hmm. which weirdly enough then allows me to be it more, which allows other people to see it more. Yeah, I do feel that sometimes. Um, I think a lot of the times, though, I feel uh, I feel such a strong sense of self mm-hmm. that it's more of a regard for, I guess, wanting the other people to be open to, I guess, like the healing power of yeah. what I've done. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I'm, I'm really. I, I can't even call MDMA medicine. It's yeah. just like, that's too. Medicine doesn't work that good. <laughs> yeah. It works better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I cut you off. And did you want to add anything? Well, I was going to say almost the opposite that the stigma around it is, is such that, um, if you call it medicine, I feel like it almost delegitimizes it. Mm. And yeah, I don't, I felt this, um, this itch to kind of get as many people as I can to do it, which Mm -hmm. I think you and Ben have Mm -hmm. also had. Yes. Um, Yes. Which is pretty obvious if you've ever seen the podcast. (laughs) Well, what I'm, I think there's a, this is part of the, you know, the codependency entanglement is there is sincerity of love. That is one of the things that I've been working with is like how to give a gift without expectation. And so, partially like I wanted to you to have that experience but I also hoped for my own sake that you would have an experience that confirmed to me that it was a nice thing that you would be appreciate you know and one of the things that I'm really working on is um tuning in to who is open to receiving number one you know and because this has been a realized this since back in the days of kick-ass academy is like people not everybody's ready for the message which is totally fine it's not the right time or message for them um, but I, um, I had thought that the only way for me to really heal was to have an entire community of people that felt similarly. And that is codependency, which is like, I can't experience my spiritual quasi spiritual life experience unless I'm surrounded by people that feel that. And so I've been trying, I don't know how you felt to untangle the sincere love and the sincere gift of like, I want to tell you about this so that you may feel wonderful and I may connect with you and that can be great. And also, it makes me feel good when you calm down. And I feel that specifically like 
with my family has been a big part of it. You know, trying to get my mom to do it, to be like, please work on your anxiety because that would fucking help me. That is not a gift purely born of love. That is a gift of like, heal you so so you can make my experience better. Yeah, I don't think I felt that. I think I, I it's, think that's totally plausible. Yeah, I think it's purely just been, I want everybody to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was more regulated so that mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there are people who would, who would negatively receive it, um, but to vet for those people and then get as many people on it as we can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, um, it's awesome. It's, I mean, you're, you, you've, uh, very happy for where you're headed, where you're going. I'm curious to see how it, how it all turns out. It sounds like, um, which is totally cool. What you'll have to show for this at the end of the year is a ton of memories and a ton of experience and probably a ton of personal growth. I hope so. Yeah. And then you come back and figure out whatever's next. I don't know if it's a big project or a small one, but I'm, I'm excited to see. Anything else that you want to share? Yeah, I was just curious. So, I mean, you've brought every point back to codependency. Yeah. Um, which is obviously on your mind. But you're going forward with this thing with uh, Henry, right? Mm-hmm. The podcast, your brother. And so I'm wondering um, how you're going to... Untangle kind of, that. Yeah, guard yourself from the same exact thing happening mm-hmm. again. Well, I, I think... Um, I think I've... My codependency is it runs to um, so deep that I feel it for the objects in my life, which is to say codependency is is at its abs- most abstracted level is the belief that I need something outside me to change in order to affect an internal change. Now, to your specific question, I've definitely had that in my relationship with every member of my family, including my brother. Um, and I've started to see huge patterns of codependency there, which is specifically in in his case is that I think that I need to protect him and he needs to be safe in order for me to be a good brother and therefore I have to create the situations and circumstances that make him safe successful whatever um in order to not punish myself for failing him in some way um so the opportunity for it is totally rife and it's a very appropriate question I what I try to drop into and how I've tried to choose because I have to work with someone on these projects right there will be people with D&D there'll be and it's um how I've tried to select that is can I um the question that I ask is like do you see the flower um, as, as kind of kooky as that sounds. And um, the way that I experience that is there's this thing that is outside of us that is greater than either of us that has needs of water and whatever. And the podcast has its needs of like bringing your heart and putting it into it. Are you willing to contribute to this project in the way that is perfect for you? Um, and does the project need you? And when I sit with my heart, I think I've actually um, blocked Henry out of a lot of the ways that he, he could contribute to my businesses over the years is the truth. I think my codependency on him, if I'm being honest, um, made me, uh, I didn't allow him to be a partner. I kept him as a little brother for a long time and I put him in my back pocket and he 
play D&D with us and he didn't get paid and he was always, you know, he did work for us and he never really got paid. It was always just like nice to have. And I have avoided putting partnership level responsibility and partnership level expectation on him. And I think as I separate from the codependency, the, the question that I keep in mind is like, is he right for this project? And when I look at him, I go, well, one, it's nice that he lives in the house. He knows all the equipment. He's built multiple YouTube channels up to 100,000 things. Um, he's got his own that is really good. I look at his thumbnails. I go, these fucking rock. Um, I also see some of his weaknesses in the content creation space. And I go, well, what do you know? Those complement my strengths. <laughs> you know, like, like where he doesn't have it, I do. Um, and so, yeah, it feels actually like in Henry's case, like he's been... Um, and I think he's played small around me because we have this dynamic, but he's been, I believe, ready to step up and be a partner. Yeah. And he's, I think his problem is he's been waiting to be asked and tapped instead of being like, yo, I, I have this, I can do this. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know if that, if that um, feels like a satisfying enough answer or if you feel like there's still potential threads of, of codependency that could be in there i thought you were trying to stop putting expectations on uh, <laughs> satisfying other people uh, i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah and this is the subtlety yeah that's a great point which is let me come back to me because i'm wondering this is i appreciate you calling that out it's like does justin feel like this is a, a reasonable decision for me and um it's the it's the right call yeah, I know. I, I I could cry thinking about how long I've uh, how, how capable Henry is, and how uh, how I have not allowed that to be a gift in my life for the hangups that I have had around Big Brother, Little Brother, what pr that looks like. Um, and so we actually had, which was good, uh, a sh a loving, loud shouting thing where it was mostly me to him being like you're so talented and um, I haven't called you to step up and you, and you, therefore you haven't done it, but you're, you're truly um, a superstar in so many ways. And uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. We got to, but there's codependency in that. So we're working it out. Um, but the short of it is I want him to be a partner. I'm going to give him, percentage I'm going to expect things and I think it's also important that I keep what I which I haven't had in the past and this has been one of the things that I've leaned on Ben for codependently the capacity to lovingly fire people <laughs> like I once and it and it affects it's the biggest business weakness that I have is uh, everything around hiring and firing is tainted by this fact that I feel so guilty and evil in the moments that I let people go, or even in the moments that I give them critical feedback. Um, and I actually have a lot of clarity of like, shit, this isn't working, this isn't working, and I know that certain people are not right for certain positions very early, but I hide that fact, I dumb myself down, and at the very end, I often ask Ben, can you do this for me? And that's how our codependency, that's one of the ways in which it's persisted, is I won't, you know, I haven't gone, this is my... It's my cross. This is my insight. I need to own this. And the reason that I have a difficult time letting go of people is because I've struggled to 
communicate the nuance of like how much I love them, appreciate them, see to a degree, like I have these insights into their talents and their paths and where they could really succeed and how I can see clearly that that is not this particular project. Um, and so bringing it back to Henry, like the keeping open the possibility of like, you're no longer right for this and I love you and you're my brother and that doesn't change that, that ability to let go needs to remain on the table, I think, to, to have any kind of partnership. Um, and I think that uh, I've been so afraid of that. I've been so, so fucking afraid of letting go of things that aren't right because I felt that I couldn't communicate that this isn't a judgment on you and I don't want you to, well, I was so upset that people would receive it as a judgment on them, which is natural when you're not wanted in a group or let go or fired. Um, so yeah, I've got a lot of, what's interesting is uh, <laughs> all of like my businesses have have hit, you know, the, the one that has worked is Charisma on Command that has been a level of a small, um, low millions of dollars a year. And that is exactly the level where you shift from like, creating things to needing to work with people and lead them and inspire them and connect with them and hire them and let them go in order to grow. And that is where I have just tapped out because I'm like, I I don't want to play that game. It's too scary for me. And so I know that that's um, something that I got to work on. So you want Charisma on Command to scale more now? No. um, Charisma on Command, this is part of... uh, this is part of the codependent difficulty is there is a Ben and I both own charisma on command. Um, and I, if, if I were solely doing it, what I told Ben is that I think it's appropriate for, to step away from charisma on command for some time. I feel that the content is, um, while selling product is coming from a place of like seeking views, seeking money, asking what worked in the past and really connected to like, will the audience like this? Um, And I've participated in it as well. And I feel like the charisma on command that I would really want to be more involved in is um, it needs for me, this is, Ben may have a totally different feeling of this heart and heart for me requires space and a letting go of the old priorities, which is making as much money <laughs> and producing a video every X amount of days. Um, and so I spoke to Ben about that and said, I think it would be cool to just step aside from this and not do it. And he said, I understand that you feel that you want to do that, but that's not where I'm at. I'm at a point in my life where I'm thinking of starting a family and like I feel that I need to keep this thing on the tracks earning money for where I'm at in my life. So the this is part of the codependency is that neither one of those visions is right or wrong. But um yeah, I I um struggle to hold that like let it come, let it go, money goes down, money goes up. Ask yourself are you creating from your heart? in when there's other priorities that feel like they're they're more pressing and other people have other priorities and I would say Ben does not share 
that exact priority of me at this particular point in his life. So I don't know what will happen with Charisma on Command. Right now he is much more in the leadership. He's making the videos. Um, I'm doing uh, some A-B testing behind the scenes. Um, and I did do the last video. And it was, it was a video that came from my heart and did 10 out of 10. And like, is that a win or is that a loss? Well, for the business that I would want, that's a beautiful win. And I, and I don't know that um, Ben f- would feel the same way about that. I, th- I think um, he can, obviously he's not here to speak for himself, so I don't want that. But um, yeah, I, we have talked in the past and obviously those 10 out of 10s are tough and you feel, and he and I have both felt really good about the one out of 10s, even if it's the fourth video in the whatever command respect series um, so I feel like we should clear 10 out of 10 is not good. 10 out of 10 is 10 out bad. of 10 is not 10 like out of 10 a, is a perfect. Me. Sorry. Score, yeah. Thank you. Ranked um, against each other. 10 out of 10 is of the last 10 videos that you put up. It's the worst performing in terms of views. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm at a point where I want to create from my heart and start to let go of more of those metrics. And, um, let it ride and I feel like I'm being called upon to let go of the blessings, the smaller blessings in my life. One of which is like this machine in Charisma on Command that makes money and we've called it a machine in the past and I'm being called upon and I want to dearly to let go of the machine. I want to let go of that and um, that's what I am going to do and um, what Ben, I do not think perceives it that way and will make choices based on what he thinks is, is best for him. Um, so there's a, yeah, there's just, I think, different priorities right now in terms of how that all works. Does that make sense? Or not? I don't know. Are you looking for a, a I'm looking for validation, please. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's a new way of communicating for me that's tough and yeah. I also want to, you know. I, I want to be conscious. Yeah, of I'm not. I'm not looking for any particular answer. I'm just curious, and I think I'm trying to ask things that yeah, yeah. maybe the audience would ask, so they wouldn't sure. have to in the future. Sure. If there, are there other questions that you think the audience would have? The only other question is, um, is the podcast over? No, it's not. So, thank you. But what's the future form? What's the future form? You know, <laughs> the future form is. I I was I hit a breathwork session. The name is going to be dropping in with Charlie Hooper. Um, the form for me is going to try to create from my heart what that looks like concretely is I think I'm going to bring in more guests I'm going to uh, learn and commit to being a better conversationalist and interviewer in this format which uh, is going to be a very subtle art for me to work on Um, and it's going to continue in terms of the topics and the way that things used to happen, which is, you know, I would write down thoughts and ideas that I had. I'm also want to create space for that. I'm not trying to be, um, I think there's a melt, there can be a really cool melding of intellect and heart, you know, and we could talk about the news and those sorts of things and, uh, ideas that I had more calculatedly thought through earlier that I could share here. And I'd like to do that in some form. I also think that I'd like to try a million things in the sense of like, I want to do a review of House of the Dragon. Like basically the video that I made on House of the Dragon was because I was so deeply touched by some of the writing on that show. Um, And I tried to, you know, squeeze it into a Charisma on Command video plus with some of the ideas that I was thinking about in my own life. 
but yeah, I just want to, fuck it, why do I got to wrap it in charisma wrapper every single time I have something that touches me or I want to share with the world? Um, so I'm going to try to open up space for that kind of stuff as well. Um, I've got a long list of interesting people to interview that I'm going to begin reaching out to and we'll do that. But yeah, it's not getting shut down and I, and I want to step aside to really think and, and also invite you guys, if you have questions or things that you would be interested in thinking outside of the box beyond what this podcast has been, I'd be super interested. I think it's very likely that some of you will understandably be disappointed that the thing that you have come to know and expect is shifting forms. And I get that. Um, but also I hope that you, I think I have, um, think I can bring greater gifts into the world honestly that's one of the things that I've been getting in touch with which is how much more I have to give than the than my intellect um and so I hope that uh I hope that if you're out there that that sounds exciting to you um because it really is what has informed so many of the questions that I've applied my intellect to is the questions of my heart which is like what is true what is a good life and uh, I feel like I have even deeper answers when I connect those two. The last thing is that if you are an After Effects person, a 3D effects guy, we've got templates for dice rolls, templates for other things, but we're looking for someone to come in and add cool effects. So if you'd like to work with us and uh, if you see the flower <laughs> in D&D and what this could be and become and, and that, that fantasy stuff speaks to you, um, I'll have a Google form in the description below and you can reach out let me know a link to some of your work and we can check that out. So thank you, everybody. Um, I'm sure that there are questions. I'm sure that there's more um, that you might like to know about the, the details of everything. What I can tell you is that uh, I'm very excited for the future. I cannot speak for Ben, but uh, as painful as this process has been, I have a very, very unshaking sense that this is what is in that this is a needed necessary mature decision um that will inspire i think a lot of love and a lot of growth in my life and i deeply hope that it does the same for ben there may come a day where we have a podcast and we can sit then on this funny little background couch where you guys see the fireplace and we can talk about it more in detail, but I uh, don't want to do too much of that without his presence. So if you want to follow him, I'll say for the third time at I am Ben Altman on Instagram. Appreciate all of you guys. And I look forward to seeing you all next week with whatever we have coming up. Thank you.